Hey friends, welcome back. We are so honored to have you with us today. Today's guest is a pretty special guest. Uh, we say that quite often, but today we get to we get to hear from Mr. Wilma himself. Hello, Rob. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? We are so honored to have you here today. Are you excited for our interview? Yeah, I look forward to it. Um, do you have much to say about uh, my chicken keeping adventures? I'm sure you do. Well, some of them are pretty exciting. <laughs> A lot of work. But... Uh... Hey y'all, I'm Mel, and you are listening to Wilma the Wonder Hen. Are you a chicken mouth-loving mama or daddy? Together we'll dive into the latest poultry keeping adventures, chat about everyday life, with a generous mix of some hilarious stories. Bringing you fascinating interviews with poultry owners from all over. You'll find tips and basic advice from your local veterinarian, along with new chicken-keeping gadgets and reviews. I'm going to see what Mr. Jangles and Wilma has to say about that. We're going to encourage and help you build a stronger, healthier flock. Let's go see what Mr. Jangles and Wilma is up to. Let's go let these heifers out. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, since I know our listeners and our followers probably know very little about you. I do mention you when they ask about who built this or who built that. It uh, always goes back to um, Mr. Wilma, which is Robert. So can you tell us a little bit about your story, Robert? Well, I'm 52, lived on a farm pretty much all my life. So I grew up with livestock, cattle, horses, pretty much everything coming and going different times. Uh, goats, chickens, ducks, geese. And when you house livestock, you have to build a lot of housing for the livestock. So that's pretty much how I learned to uh, do a lot of the things that I do for the chickens around here. So tell us, what uh, what do you do for a living? I have a remodeling business. I am uh, do electrical, plumbing, remodeling. Pretty much anything somebody needs, we try to help them out with it. So you do have experience. <laughs> you do have experience in building things. So that is has rolled over into my chicken-keeping dreams you have made come true out here? Yeah, I do have building experience. I've been in construction pretty much all my life. It, uh, one form or trade or the other, and a lot of times multiple trades, as I do now. So what do you think about all these chickens that we have out here? Well, to be honest, <laughs> I don't get... I get involved with the chickens when I'm needed or when something's going on and helping out. Uh, my work schedule is usually pretty heavy and uh, Miss Wilma takes care of most of it, but uh, I enjoy getting out and helping her with them. You have built some pretty amazing things and uh, we kind of like to brag on you every now and then because there are a lot of things that I ask for and uh, request uh, different little upgrades and things. And you, you do seem pretty eager to help us, and uh, we do appreciate that. We probably don't tell you enough. 
So we're going to just say it on this podcast once and for all. So we don't have to tell you anymore. So do you have some chicken keeping tips for our listeners? Are there things that you did when you were uh, keeping chickens that maybe you see me do that uh, is just completely different? Yeah. When we had chickens, we they were more on the the side of the livestock purpose, you know, food and eggs. And uh, you kept the critters out of them and try to keep them safe. But pretty much that, they they were self-taken care of. We kept them feed and, and stuff. We never did free range much because uh, of all the the critters that and everybody gone nobody could be around here to keep an eye on them so you pretty well had to keep them pinned up but uh most of my experience outside of a few of the chickens i raised was pretty much for uh, uh food source so do you have a funny story that you could share with us about uh, some of your chickens like maybe your rooster I know you have a funny story about the little rooster that would uh, go jogging with you. Yeah, I had a, uh, when I was in high school, I had a, uh, well, actually, it was probably my last couple of years of uh, grade school, seventh or eighth grade. Uh, my grandfather had given me a pair of feathered leg bannies, and their names was Romeo and Juliet. And... Uh, Every morning at four o'clock, they'd be under my bedroom window and crow. So we'd get up and I'd go running and those chickens would run with me. And uh, the rooster, of course, he thought he was gigantic. He tried to whoop all the other roosters, but usually didn't turn out so well. But he'd give it a shot anyway. But uh, but they were uh, kind of a, a reddish chicken. Uh, color wise and uh, they uh, just him and her and I kept them till they passed on going back to when you had chickens uh, so that you know you do have experience back then and you watched me I know for many years so what kind of tips would you give a first-time chicken keeper or what do you think are the most important things and this is based on how you know you've built the buildings that we have the coops what would you say is some of the most important steps decides to go and build their own coop. Well, let's kind of start with some of the construction aspects. In my line of work, I, I have a lot of repurposed stuff left over from jobs. So a lot of our buildings and coops that are here are actually made from repurposed materials. You know, I have a piece of plywood here, a few boards there. Uh, I may tear a deck down and we convert the decking material into coops and runs and uh but you definitely want to uh keep your ground section of your run down to where try to eliminate things from digging under uh because foxes coons coyotes possums uh they'll all dig under and uh i suggest you put wire over the top if you have uh, one that's uh feasible or small enough use some kind of poultry netting or something because then you have stuff like hawks and owls for the most part you just have to uh thank uh predator and i have a lot of experience with hunting predators so uh 
I have a pretty good mindset on how to keep them out. And what about like weatherproofing? Well, you want a place, you know, keep it dry, uh, keep it conditioned to where your livestock, your poultry, uh, where it stays dry and has a good place to roost and, and you don't have mold build up. And, you know, so many times people just would take a corn crib or something growing up and put wire around it and the chickens would roost in it, which they stayed dry and could roost up high. Uh, so for the most part, they were safe, but uh, you get your smaller coops and stuff and uh, they tend to build up feces and stuff in them a lot so you have to clean them out and, and keep it healthy like you do with your uh, chickens and uh, it's a lot of work amen hallelujah <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of work so do you enjoy listening to me complain when i have uh so many chores to do or i have a new chick or i want new chickens or no uh you know your chickens are like my hunting dogs uh I don't have a problem with you having them or I know you have issues, health issues and everything has to be looked after. And that's just part of keeping uh, livestock. You have to deal with whatever comes along. And when you have animals that are cared for, whenever they have problems, you have to take care of the problems. Like when I take coconut to the vet or when I take weevils to the vet, he really doesn't complain. He is very gracious and he is very sweet and understanding. And we do appreciate Mr. Wilma, Rob, my hillbilly engineer. I don't think we could do all that we do without him. This is a, this is facts. He is the backbone of our, of our operation here. You got any other tips for us? You got any other things you'd like to share? Well, who would you consider your favorite chicken that we have in our flock? Well... I won't tell Wilma you didn't say her. <laughs> I think you have a lot of uh, pretty chickens. Um, I don't know if I have any certain one uh, that I would pick over the other one, to be honest. But uh, I do tend to like the feather-legged ones, uh, those breeds, probably better than any of them. Do you ever get mad or upset when um, I have so many chickens? No, I don't get mad about you having as many chickens. So does that mean I can have as many as I want? Uh, yeah, just uh, we have to build more coops. What's the number one thing I complain about the most? Probably not having everything condensed enough. Yeah, where I don't have everything put together. I have flocks here and flocks there and pens there. Yeah, and but. You can't always condense when you have different species of chickens, different breeds, and multiple roosters. That's something to definitely take into consideration when you're raising poultry. Sometimes your roosters just aren't going to get along, but other times they do fine. But uh, you just have to be able to separate. Uh, a lot of people take chickens and they want to make pets out of them, but... Uh, and like any type of animal, they're just not going to get along all the time. This is very true. The pecking order is a very, very crazy thing. Do you have any last-minute tips for us? Do you got anything to say? Do you have anything to say to our listeners? Uh, it's just been uh, 
good being able to speak with you. And uh, if I can answer any question or be of help to anyone, just let us know. And this is why uh, he is the nice one in this group. <laughs> he really is the most soft-spoken, uh, just gentle thing in the whole wide world, which is a good thing because he is married to me. Also, if you have not heard, uh, Coconut did go to the veterinarian this week. Uh, she had a double ear infection and needed antibiotics and some pain medications. And we had uh, quite a few messages of how did I know I had an ear infection? Most people have never heard that chickens can get ear infections. And they can. It can be fungus or it can be bacterial, which is uh, what coconut's case was but I did notice that she was moving a little slower than normal and if you've uh, listened in before we know you know that we are uh, always telling you you know spend a lot of time with your birds and this is how you can pick up those little hints that something is not right she was moving slow she just wasn't acting herself so i scooped her up and we did a chicken checkup i checked her over real good i didn't notice anything out of place um, that you would typically think is out of place but i did notice that one of her ears was a little swollen and upon further inspection they were both infected so i did flush them out pretty good with saline water and off to the vet we went because i I needed to know is this fungus or uh, bacterial but obviously from the pus you know we would have assumed it was bacterial and she is now receiving injections twice a day she's not happy with me uh, but uh, she's doing quite well and hopefully she will heal up uh, without any issues and lastly I just wanted to give you an update on our zoom holler gang community we are almost finished uh, we did have uh, some things in the background that we had to work out. We're almost done. Uh, this will give you a way to sign up and be able to view our policies. We do have a few policies because we want it to be a safe space for everybody. Uh, so those are finalized and uh, pretty soon we will have everyone directed towards that and you can sign up and we would love to have you. We plan on doing game night and tell at night. And yes, we're going to talk about chickens, but I want it just to be a fun place, even if it's for a few minutes once a week, just to come and be yourself and be a part of a community. And we are so honored. So until next time, bye y'all. I'm Mel and you are listening to Wilma the Wonder Hen.